Prepare yourself for List Off, the gaming podcast where your hosts, Brian and Ryan, rank the things they love. Three, two, one, List Off. This week, we discuss the top 10 opening sequences for video games. Hey, Brian. Hey, Ryan. How's it going? It's good. I'm very tired. We, I know. we just spoke a little bit, but we just did, endured four days of Disney parks, which yeah. was fun, but tiring. Oh man, I'm jealous. It's been, like I said, it, it's been about a year for me and oh, I just, I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I'm a <laughs> Disney fanboy all the way. Yeah. I didn't realize all those cool pins they had that. Oh I, yeah. We, we got a couple, I got the pirate medallion. That was my, my get. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So we started going and they do the pin trading, right? Right. Um, and we, it was kind of one of those things that you don't really get into. They used to have this thing, uh, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, which was a card game that you could play throughout the park, but they actually got rid of it right when we were getting into it. Oh. Yeah. But it, it was, they have a few of these things that really you don't want to do if you're going to the park for a day and don't really have time right but once we started going regularly it was like man like this we should get into this pin trading so stephanie <laughs> went online and found like a lot of pins on ebay oh for like 20 bucks and we got like a bag of them and then you know the parks closed and everything happened with covid so but wow. we, we got a ton of pins so yeah. you can like trade your junkers because they they'll, right. they'll give you whatever you want you just yeah. pick it out you know from the board and you can have to spin a wheel and they have them like by color i don't know am i wrong i don't know they i think the sign said give us you know we have to trade with you whatever it is oh that's i could be wrong though yeah that's cool get rid of your duplicates exactly yeah (laughs) yeah here we go we're a video game podcast by the way that's right not a disney one (laughs) yeah not a disney parks (laughs) podcast there are there are quite a few of those though oh i bet yeah yeah they are it seems like a good racket to get into right (laughs) (laughs) maybe we should switch it up yeah yeah (laughs) so uh, did you play any games this week or was it all disney uh, so I did not play any games, but I did purchase Pokemon Snap, the new Pokemon yeah. Snap. Right. Not so, to be confused with the old Pokemon Snap. Right. Exactly. So I'll probably delve into that after this podcast. Oh, cool. Cool. But yeah. Man. No, no games to speak of whatsoever on, on my list. Yeah. So it's, it's, it is a time. I feel like it was, uh, you had three great games dropping with Returnal, Resident Evil Village, and po- new Pokemon Snap. And um, I really want to buy all three. And I, I so yeah. far have bought one, and it's the one I continue to play. It's Returnal. Sure. Uh, it's I, it's got me now. Like It has yes. grabbed me and pulled me down to the planet, to terra firma. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's been a ton of fun. So, you know, I'm sure by now people have heard the complaints against it uh, as far as the runs taking too long and this sort of thing. I will say, like, no story spoilers here. Uh, very minor gameplay spoilers, if you even consider that a thing. But um, there's a point when it doesn't get as the runs don't get stay as long, uh, there's a very specific point where you kind of have to make it through the first two biomes to get something that helps you traverse faster. And once you get that thing, you could jump, basically skip the any both bosses that you fought at that point and uh. the second biome entirely. 
So that's runs cool. tend to get a little shorter. I've now made it to the final, the boss of the third biome. Um, and I love it. Like I said, I love this game. I think there is, it, it's crazy because I have put probably 15 hours into it and there are still items that I get that I have to scan because I've never seen them before. Wow. They, they have so many different items that affect your character in so many different ways. And I've kind of learned like a little bit of a strategy that I'm going for here. Um, again, if you want to go in totally blind, just skip like 10 seconds ahead, but uh, don't pick up anything that has a potential negative and you'll probably be okay. Like usually you have to weigh the pros and cons, but like if you just cut out the cons entirely, like yeah. you could get pretty far unless it's a pro that will, because none of the cons are permanent you have like conditions to get rid of them. The negatives, I should say, oh. right? that these things offer. Yeah. But the positive stays. But the positive stays. So okay. if, it's a, if the positive, but you never really know what the negative is going to be. I say. Yeah. I mean, um, that's kind of what Hades did do, but yeah. with, yeah. Um, yeah, some, some of those boons, like you would just have to go through three rooms with a negative effect. Right. And, and oh, that was like the chaos, chaos moons. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So think of every, a lot of anything malignant in this game is kind of like a chaos moon. Okay. And, and there's a lot of malignant items. Um, okay. But yeah, you, you could really like, once you really get a feel from the decision-making after about five or so hours. And then I feel like once I got to that point where I was like, okay, I now know how to weigh these choices just from trial and error. It, the, the game became a little bit easier. It's not an easy game. <laughs> like I haven't beaten it yet. Right. But I do feel like I'm close. I feel like my skill level is there. I've just been a bit too hasty in some of my runs you know <laughs> like especially when you get to a certain point you want to get back there right and sometimes you just kind of rush when you know you shouldn't rush and it costs, it costs you everything <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. funny yeah but it's great i love the game Absolutely. i i know i would love this game um yeah. because it sounds you know i i like roguelites and wow. I really like the arcadey action that I've seen, you know, in just videos of this game. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely it's up my alley. The gameplay is just so good in this. Um, that, like I said in the last episode, that's what keeps me coming back to it. It really right. is the gameplay. It, it feels good. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And the story is cool. Don't get me wrong. And they do just enough kind of drips of the story here and there to keep you going in that regard. But it is just such a blast to play. Like, That's great. Yeah. Favorite PS5 game so far, right? Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, I want to say yes, but I did love Demon Souls. I still right. love Demon Souls. So, okay. like, yeah, I would say yes, 100%. This is probably my favorite PS5 game so far, right. but that only speaks to how good this game is. Right. And because Demon Souls is phenomenal. Like... <laughs> Wow. Love it. Yeah. Um, this game though, I will say they had a few hiccups with patches and bugs and things like that. Nothing crazy. Uh, there's been talk of like corrupted saves and saves getting erased. I have not experienced any of that. I did have one part. They have these little daily challenges that you could go in and do. They're about 15 minute runs where you have a specific weapon and you just try to rack up a, a basically like an arcade game. You try to rack up a high score and then you're kind of ranked against everybody uh, worldwide. Uh, and I had one where I started it and the screen was black. And it wasn't my TV because I switched inputs and everything else was fine. But then 
I could hear my character moving and shooting and doing all the things that you could do in game. I just couldn't see anything. So I had to get out of the game and get back into it. Yeah. And everything was fine from that point on, but you know, that was a little weird. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, all those problems will be fixed by the time I play this game. Exactly. So exactly. I'm okay by the that. time it's like $30 instead right. of 70. Right. <laughs> yeah. I do want to get village. I mean, I know it's kind of mediocre as far as reviews oh, go. Yeah. Well, I've heard, I've heard people kind of say good, bad. Eh. Okay. You know? Um, But Every time I see it, I can't help but think like this game looks beautiful and I just right. want to experience that. I want exactly. to ex- yeah, and it's more Resident Evil, so like hey, yeah. Yeah. Can't that one's going to be sometime on my playlist, but yeah. It's yeah. yeah, there's just so much coming out and yeah, money, time, all of it is just yeah. not infinite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do a game that I feel bad for letting it pass me by and i'm afraid it might pass me by for good is it it takes two mm, i've yeah. heard so many good things about that game and right. uh, yeah that's another one that i really want to get get to at some point yeah, yeah. <laughs> man but, yeah lots, lots of good things lots of good things on the slate for sure right yeah <laughs> yeah all right well with that out of the way once again we are doing our top 10 opening sequences and let's get into our list All right. Well, I'll start out with my uh, number 11, my runner up, and it is a PS4 game, Brian. Okay. By the title of Until Dawn. Okay. Yeah. Have you you played Until Dawn, right? Yeah. We've talked about it before. Okay. I've gotten like six hours in probably. So you played the beginning. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So one thing you'll probably notice about my list is I love when games just tell you what they are right off the bat. Okay. And this game with that first opening sequence where you're playing as the girl who gets embarrassed because they all play a joke on her. And, you know, uh, you like, it's funny too. just, I don't know if it's me, but I tend to get invested in characters as soon as they start speaking. As soon as they get a name, right. Right. Or like you're playing (laughs) as them, like, especially this character, like they go through this, like, for a teenager, terrible event, right? Right. And they're totally embarrassed by it. They run out of the house looking for their sister or whatever. I can't remember the, the but you, you're rooting for this person. You're like, man, this poor, poor girl had to go through this, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, shockers for the spoilers for the first five minutes of Until Dawn, <laughs> she dies. <laughs> and it's like really jarring and the story picks up you know a year later and yeah they start with that whole psychiatrist bit which is just totally unnerving but i sure. thought this whole opening sequence was really cool really set up the whole schlock of um you're basically playing a teenage b slasher film game, right. right but also left a lot of mystery involved because even just playing through that sequence there are like three things that could have caused this to happen, right? Like, oh, was it another kid at the party? Was it like something supernatural? Was it like a mysterious, like flame shooting thing in the woods? You don't really know just based off of what happens in this opening cinematic. So it definitely does a great job of establishing the characters, the story, what the game is, and and also makes you want to play more to find right. figure it all out. So yeah, I love it. 
love it. Yeah, that that game is really good about just stringing you along because you know you're you're going to make choices and it's going to yeah. have very real impact. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Who lives and dies? So. I'm like, oh, I only had one person die at the very end, and you're like, everybody died when everyone, I played. <laughs> everyone. I was losing people left and right. <laughs> I feel like you got to experience the game in a more fun way than I did, though. <laughs> Yeah, but oh god, every time I wanted a character to die, I would be like, nah, I'm good. So <laughs> yeah, the game is very good at at knowing the opposite of what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, my runner-up is Fallout 3, and it's mostly because of Liam Neeson and just <laughs> being being the child of Liam Neeson and you're crawling around as a baby and then growing up and just this all takes place in the vault and it, it gives you a good sense of what that vault life is. Um, and it, you know, it, the game, the game teaches you during that time, all the different mechanics at this point, you know, most people had played, I think the Bethesda style game. So you kind of knew what you were getting into, but it was still cool making those choices and knowing like, I'm making choices that are are gonna reflect way later uh, in the game, um, and you'll you'll most certainly see these characters again. Uh, and it was it was just really cool. See, like again, playing as a baby in the in the beginning was just it was kind of weird, <laughs> yeah, because uh, you couldn't really do anything, but you, you knew what was going on. Um, and then it, it set you up with those those Fallout and, and Skyrim choices of, of who you are. Right. Um, and I think it, that that onboarding was was really fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm noticing a lot of parallels here to like Gangs of New York, because in the beginning of that, right, like Liam Neeson's kid, you're living in like a cave underground kind of thing. <laughs> sure. Do you remember that? Yeah. So <laughs> basically, like, which came first? definitely uh gangs of, new gangs of new york yeah that was like oh two or something god you know how so i had a conversation today this is how i know i'm old um she was talking to my wife was talking about uh how people were saying oh like she was mentioning a movie and somebody said oh is it how when did it come out and she's like oh it's not that old it came out in 2006 <laughs> which like it is funny because I think of everything post 2000 as being like not that long ago. Right. Right. <laughs> it's, it's a long time ago. Brian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got two decades in between now and, and the turn of the yeah. millennium. Like when did fallout three come out? Fallout three was Oh seven. You're so good at video game years. It's I think really, it's, that's really I think impressive. It's 07. If you nailed it, that's impressive. You should but, look it up. <laughs> I just trust you. I'll take you for your word. Yeah. Well, I Skyrim mean, was, was 11. So, yeah. Right, right. And Fallout 3 was prior to that, by, right. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to look it up, though. But, uh, yeah, that doesn't seem like that old of a game. But right. if I if I saw it, I'd be like, ew, look at all right. the brown uh, colors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so 2008, you were close. Ah, okay. Good thing I didn't trust you. <laughs> All right, so moving into my number 10. Uh, my number 10 is Metroid Prime. Oh. Yeah, this opening. So I don't know how you want to qualify openings. This did have a great opening cinematic. Yeah. But it was very much brief. You're, You're talking about prior to Talon 4 correct. or whatever. Okay. Correct. Like that is what I'm talking about because okay. that. So first of all, the opening cinematic was awesome. I love these like big, vast opening space shots across a back 
drop of stars right and, and it like pops into view and then you know this derelict ship pops into view and then you get to see samus come in and and sure. land and um but the whole sequence through there gave gave you like this little microcosm of what the game was again you get the combat you get the scanning and all this information and lore that you're like in a bigger bigger world now a much bigger world than any other metroid game ever had right and uh, you get a boss fight at the end which was a great huge menacing boss um, but you also get a taste of what's possible later in the game because you have all your tools at this right. point and uh you're kind of like, wait, what are they going to do from here? Like, look at all these right. things I could do as Samus, right? And then, surprise. and a lot of them are are you know implements that you got in the previous games, right, right. Oh. So then you lose it all, right? right? Which I thought was so cool to give you this tease of like you're going to be this powerful, right? Like you are going to be able to handle your stuff, but we'll give you like a little five, ten, you know, I think it was more like fifteen minute taste of it. And then we're starting you from from nothing. Yeah. All you got is your little blaster arm, right? Like <laughs> it was cool. I thought that was great. And uh, and then to touch down on a Talon Four and or whatever it was called, was it Talon Four? I, I feel I like that so. was from a prior game, but maybe it's from this one. And then when you get out of the ship and you get the rain on your visor and everything, right. oh man, like what a what a phenomenal opening to a game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember just because your suit kind of like electrifies off and malfunctions. Not to mention um, the music. Oh my god, the throughout music. this oh, is just yeah, it is yeah. it is mood setting to yeah. to its finest. Yeah. I, I would listen to it outside of of gameplay all the time. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I, I do remember that opening sequence and and being you know of the mind of like, what are they going to do? Like, I, yeah. I I do feel pretty powerful, and I I am Samus and. And then you lose all of that because yeah, you got to start from scratch. This is yeah. this is a Metroidvania exactly. style game, so exactly. you can't just like jump, boost, and roll and do all yeah. that stuff from the beginning. It also got rid of any apprehension I had about a 3D Metroid game. Like yes, once gone. you got once yeah. you got over the controls, yes, oh, I think okay. <laughs> those controls. I mean, again, this I, I I was willing to put up with them. Back then, I would not be willing to to deal with that at this point. I wonder. Yeah, I mean, I never really had that big of an issue with them back uh-huh. then. But um, you know, I feel like the game may have kept me going through a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I would have well, gone I mean, through anything because all of your gun switching or or beam switching, whatever you want to call it, was the C stick. So the C stick was not used for. Looking oh, did around, you have to hold a button. You to had to hold a button that's right, that's to right. to do stuff like that. Like, yeah. yeah, you had to like left trigger to to like strafe or something. I forget exactly what it was, but right. it was complicated. Um, and you know, they they had to do that because the GameCube controller was like eleven buttons. It was mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. So it was it was interesting to see. And then I think the Wii version kind of mitigated a lot of that with the, the aiming. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I still, I need the Metroid prime trilogy on switch oh, in agree. preparation for four I agree. to, to really get back into it. I would love that. Yeah. yeah. That'd be incredible. Good pick though. Thank you. All right. Well, my number 10 is Chrono trigger. <laughs> nice. I, I, I do love this opener because the, the whole you know, you, you start in your house, you you get to go in the overworld, you see kind of how the game works. And then 
I spent hours in the fair. So the the whole beginning of the the game, you're in a thousand AD, and you're you're just tasked with going to this fair. You you want to enjoy the the bell and and the chiming and just everything about this really big carnival that's happening in town. And there's so many things to do. There's like a whole currency system where you can play different games and get currency to buy uh, just, you know, trinkets and cats and whatnot. But it was cool just to like do all that stuff. And then the story kind of like unfolds from there. And I think I think I really like this uh, opening because, again, the things you do here carry out into the entirety right. of the game right. um, just to like... I, I, I don't want to say I'm spoiling a game that came out. No, in I don't think 1995, so. but right. um, there's like, there's a, a battle you can do with the, the uh, robot and they conveniently place a person's lunch outside and you can just refill your health and, and magic every time. So you can just like, Oh, I'm just going to farm this. I'm going to keep fighting this guy and keep just getting this lunch. Mm-hmm you're put on trial later in the game and that guy whose lunch you stole will say he stole my lunch and that's not okay. And he'll like vote you guilty in this trial. But if you don't touch his lunch, then you're not guilty. And like you get another point. Um, so it was cool. Just like seeing the the different branching things. Yeah. Um, and this is something, you know, this is a time travel game. So you can kind of come back to this point and, and experience it again. Um, but the, the whole, like pushing forward of this game takes place in this fair. There, there are things that happen because of what's going on there. And it's just a, an exciting start to the game where it's just a kind of a complete mystery what's going on. And and you're just pulled through with this opener. That's cool. Good pick. Thank you. Not on my list. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, actually, I I don't want to give too much away. There was a game I wanted to put on my list, which is a RPG. Um, by square uh (laughs) and i i didn't i don't know why i didn't now i kind of regret not putting it on there but anyway i won't go into it too much it was final fantasy 7 oh i was gonna say it's either that or mario rpg yeah which also had a great opener opener. yeah exactly through bowser's castle yeah but uh no i i just i didn't and i kind of you know deserves to be mentioned so okay an unofficial mention but there you go perfect so uh, my number nine, Brian, is a game you might not expect on a list of mine, but it is Sonic Adventure. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because like this is the thing. It was <laughs> everything a 3D Sonic should be. Right. And it, the rest of the game never lived up to that first <laughs> level. <laughs> and nope. I know we've talked about it on the podcast before, but like this was, thank goodness this was the demo they put in stores. Like, right. This was the reason I wanted a Dreamcast. It was they like, put oh all their gosh, money behind this. And look at this, this first way, level. Right? <laughs> it was so cool and so epic and so fast. And like, I don't know, it felt better than any 2D Sonic had prior to that. Right. You'd always get on these tears in those 2D Sonics and then hit a wall or like have to jump when like you really can't see what's coming. You know, sure. you're running the spikes. They did all these weird like trolley things in these old Sonic games, right? Right. But then you played this one and it was like, oh my God, this game just wants you to move fast and it wants you to do really cool, like visually stunning things. And then it has all these like crazy visually stunning things happening in the environment around you. I mean, the game still had trouble keeping up sometimes because if right. you went too fast, you would like clip through the, 
the loop and then die. Oh, I've never but had yes. that happen. Oh my God. It happened to me all the time. How did I all never have that happen? Yeah. Maybe I was just hitting these ramps wrong, but uh, yeah, maybe, you would, maybe you're faster and, than me, bro. right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, gotta go fast, but not too exactly. fast, Sonic, not too fast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just felt like this was one of those things that felt truly next gen, truly mind blowing. And was the best part of its game. So that's why it made my list really. It was just because like this opening was so good that the rest of the game couldn't live up to it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. Did you play Sonic Adventure 2? I did. Yeah. Okay. Not very Great much op- of it, but I Great. had I had it and played it. Yeah. Oh man, I love that game too. Great opener there too with the uh like snowboarding down the city streets with the truck chasing you. Yeah. Yeah. Not on my list. Just yeah. more mentions. Yeah. You probably didn't think that was going to be on mine, huh? No, I really didn't. <laughs> I really did my own thing this list, so I'm happy Sweet. with it, though. Yeah. Nice. Haters be damned. <laughs> you Sonic add, Adventure is a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, my number nine is The Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker. Oh, very so, cool. Do, 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 yeah. Do, 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 right. yeah. Oh, I just think of that flute. Oh, my God. Yeah. The the music definitely pulls you in yeah. seeing that art style for the first time. But the, the thing I really like about it is you're, you're on outside Island. You're just on this little Island and it's, it, it's its own little like world to explore. Mm-hmm. It, it felt like a Mario level where I'm like, okay, here are the 10 stars that I need to get here are the 10 things I need to do. And the, the story kind of just evolves from that. You know, you're, you're doing things for your grandma and, for for your sister what whatnot and yeah. then you just learn more and more about the world um and you don't you have no idea well i mean unless you followed the the game previews for it you had no idea that you were going to be like expanding into the open ocean right. right outside where you were and that was that was the cool part just like being able to then set sail from there to go anywhere mm-hmm. and just like you can go all the way around your island and realize like, Hey, I just spent a lot of time here and, and got my feet wet. And, and like, here I am now in the open ocean and dealing with everything that entails, but you can always come back to your little outset Island. Um, Yeah, no, I thought it was cool because it let you be somebody before you were ever link. That's true. Yeah, because like it's kind of just cool. the legend at that point. Yeah, yeah. And oh, you got to wear your green tunic, boy. Right. It's what that people was, do. That was kind of where I, I think I think the story of The Legend of Zelda lost some people at Wind Waker. Number one, because of the art style. And number two, because they came up with this whole different kind of storyline that that we had no idea really that was going on. Where it's it's different links. Like there's right. different what what? There's different yeah. links? What does that even mean? Yeah. So yeah, I just um I thought it was phenomenal too. I think there's a few things that you didn't mention. The opening part where it gives you the backstory of Ganon being defeated by the legendary hero, and there's like this whole like tapestry that plays right. out in front of you, you know, and then it's like Oh, and then he came back, but the hero was nowhere to be found. And right. Like, yeah. And you get to run around and help your neighbors before you're ever link. And then it really takes this turn where you now feel like you have a character, not just a guy. Right. Right. 
and he has to make a decision to like save his sister. Right. Right. And uh, it, yeah, it's great. Great, great opener for sure. I love it. Loved it. Music too. The music is, is that was like, like the strings going, you know, they had like yeah. the string ensemble at the beginning when like, right. the tapestries coming up and yeah. So good. So good. Anyway. Um, good pick for sure. Thank you. Moving on to my number eight, it is Super Smash Brothers Melee. Okay, I I thought about Smash, but yeah, t- tell me about this one. So I knew a Smash Brothers was going to be on this list. This is one of those games where I was like, I gotta have a Smash Brothers because it's like all your favorite Nintendo characters like smashed together in an right. intro. <laughs> uh, I almost put Ultimate on here, but then I almost put Brawl on here too because that's a really good one. But ultimately I had to settle on Melee. Um, this was the one, like even 64 had a great intro that was just fun and really let you know what you were getting into. But this had like all these individual character introductions, the music changes. It was like an awesome cutscene that paid that like did justice for all your favorite Nintendo characters. It had right. the Donkey Kong like running through the jungle and the camera was so <laughs> dynamic, you know, and he hops up like and it freeze frames on him in the sunlight. And they have this point where the music does like this really like melodic turn from being intense. And it's um, chic with like right. the harp, right? Harp, harpsichord, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. So this is, this is really an intro like mm-hmm. no gameplay, oh, just no, the cutscene. This, cut is, scene. this okay. is the cutscene. Okay. Sure. Okay. I didn't even think about that kind of thing for for opener, but that's I. This is one to to put on here for sure in that yeah. case. Because like, what else would you put as an opener for me? Yeah. You know, like, but <laughs> I feel like it spent the right amount of time on each character too, and just like really gave you the best highlights from their games to introduce them. Um, characters like Ness, who, you know, most people, myself, were, were unfamiliar with at the time. I know now, like, you know, Mother is a huge series and Earthbound right. is a huge series, but it really wasn't, unless you were a super intense gamer, it wasn't on your radar at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it just spends a few seconds on Ness, you know, but you get like the nice 10 second chunk of Mario and Donkey Kong and Zelda and Link. And like, yeah, it was great. I mean, it's just so cool. And the way they, all these scenes transitioned into each other and it kind of showed you their different moves in the game a little bit too. And the music just like seamlessly transitioned to different phases. It was right. The themes, the theme songs, I should say of all the smash brothers games are really cool Yeah, because I can play in my head, both melee and brawl. Those, those two in particular, Mm -hmm. I remember. And I think brawl had a similar kind of intro to, to melee. And I don't want to put you on the spot, but I, I thought that once you got more characters, that intro grew for like the cinematic i i can't remember exactly but i think the title screen changed the title screen but okay i think so i'm not sure i'm not sure yeah yeah should write into list off at uh yeah right. if, if you if you have that information list off I, podcast I at gmail.com because it certainly happened in in smash uh the first one right. uh, where those, the, the characters were like just dark silhouettes yeah. and they just like came up. Uh, so but then they filled out the, I would skip it. Right. Like that's the thing too. You don't, yeah. you stop watching it once you've seen it. Right? right. I mean, I probably watched this 
the first 10 times I turned oh, the yeah. game on, you know? Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, eventually you're just like, okay, cool. Like, I want to get into Smash. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, good. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I hadn't thought about just straight opener at, yeah. uh, in, in this respect. But that's so I've cool. definitely done both in my list. Sure. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, my number eight is Perfect Dark for N64. Yeah. And this is important because, you know, you played GoldenEye. You're just looking at some file folders. You select single player, whatever. Right. This is zooming in around the back, Joanna Dark, taking control, typing on a computer, and you're in Carrington Institute. And you have just like a whole area to explore that is, it's, it's beautiful. It's got this crazy lighting that you've never seen before in an N64 game. And just like hearing the footsteps, I I can hear the footsteps (laughs) in my head of just like walking around Carrington Institute and you can, you can do all these different things before you even start playing any missions. So you have like a firing range and people will tell you about all the different, like the data uplink and and come whatever. And you can go to your boss's office. Like it's a whole Institute and there's just like so much information and there's like elevators and and all all there's a a whole hangar bay that has like the vehicles in it and all this kind of fills out as as time goes on and you get to do more weapons in in the combat simulator and whatnot but i just thought it was really cool like it it really made you feel like you were in this world Mm -hmm. of of joanna dark and and datadyne and all all this kind of stuff where you you were like okay like now i'm gonna get on the computer and, and get into my mission and, and embark. Yeah. But it, it really filled out that world for me. No, it's a good pick. It's a good pick. Um, GoldenEye was good too. If you count that <laughs> damn as the first level, just saying. Yeah. I, you see, that's, that's like getting into the game. Right, I mean, yes, right. that's, that's level one. Um, but the, the other cool thing about this is that Carrington Institute comes under attack eventually. So you're, you're like in this hub world, mm-hmm as a level as missions and you're like okay i know i need to do this and i know exactly where this is because i've like walked around this place a thousand times now right um and it was the, like the world changed as the skidar were like attacking it and yeah oh my gosh that, that was awesome being yeah. able to like fight in that arena that's a good pick man for sure thank you for sure yeah it's kind of jarring right like you didn't know it was going to end up being a place where you'd actually have combat right yeah yeah <laughs> Um, so my number seven is a Nintendo 64 game. Oh, it is Star Fox 64. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <Cool. laughs> so uh, for me, it was the, it was an epic opening, right? Uh, cinematic. You're, you know, you starts out, of course, the backdrop of space and, um, <laughs> <laughs> you get the men- message, I think from general pepper and he's like, right. Star Fox, <laughs> we're under attack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 and then it's just like shows that big ship right like what is it great fox is that what it's called i think great so fox? Yeah. yeah and uh then it just shows like the alarms going off like blaring in a corridor and the whole team running like, and your off. hands are shaking from yeah. the rumble back yeah yeah <laughs> and so then it gave like the little you know um almost like credit sequence where it's like starring star Fox and like Falco Lombardi (laughs) right they're just running to their ships yeah yeah and uh I mean from there it does go to the press start title screen which like 
for me is a flaw in the intro because it should oh. just go right into you getting into like Corneria and like fighting. Yeah. Which if you, it, I am kind of counting Corneria as like part yeah. of this opening, but um, different time of game design, I think. Yeah. And like the voice acting was just so cool. And right. Every, the rumble pack, the whole experience was like, Whoa, this is epic yeah like this is mind-blowingly epic <laughs> uh, especially the first boss fight and everything and you know um just yeah what a great game what a great way to open the game and you knew you were going to be like on the edge of your seat action the whole time like oh man so good so good yeah yeah i i really yeah that game was was incredible just it, it was the star wars game that that we didn't really have yeah. up to that point yeah. um of of like the you know flight uh, space battles basically right. i mean i can't i think this is just something that people I, I know some people talk about it and to say people don't talk about it isn't fair but like it has to be one of the most promising entries of any video game franchise star fox 64 and then to have like what it like it's maybe the most disappointing series like i know out, out there one of the most disappointing series out there because like people star fox 64 i know it's really highly thought of but like it's so good it was so good for the time i put so many hours into this <laughs> game like it's just oh. You want to talk about a game that has long runs because you had to just play through the whole game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, you can make it shorter. There were ways to get like circumvent certain planets or take right. different routes, but you'd have to know that. You only knew that by playing the game and like exactly. accidentally meeting these conditions and being like, wait a minute. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, God, I loved this game so much, Brian. Yeah, it loved was. It. I know you don't have a 3DS, but this game in 3d it, it it renews that that sense of wonder yeah. it, it's a really good looking 3ds game yeah so if you ever do get get a 3ds that's that's one I, to that's at one least to get, get your eyes on we'll do we'll do yeah. all right well my number seven and this this popped up but you know i did a little research and this popped up on people's lists a lot but Uncharted 2 mm -hmm. really does have a good opening sequence. It does. Where, yeah, you're just, you start as, as Nathan Drake, of course, but you're just like upside down in a, in a train car mm -hmm. over the edge of a cliff, just teetering off of it. And, you know, the game kind of takes off from there where you're having to just like, you're injured. You don't know mm -hmm. what's, what's wrong with you. You feel like Nathan Drake probably does after this, horrendous crash that that happened where you're just completely disoriented and the and the game kind of turns around and and shows the the situation you're in a couple times and you're just like climbing vertically up seats yeah all the way back up to the top and of course in in uncharted fashion everything goes wrong <laughs> um and and the, the the game does this a little bit out of time where you'll play like a five minute sequence there and then it'll flash back mm -hmm. And say like, hey, this is what happened two weeks earlier. And Nathan's just kind of sitting with his his buddies, and they're, the they're going to do their next job. Yeah, 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 completely yeah. different like juxtaposition yeah. of, of circumstances. Right. Um, and and it keeps going, you know, back and forth a little bit. And then eventually, you get to that place in the game mm -hmm. where you just play the sequence again. They they kind of rush through parts of it, so you don't have to do it all again. Right. right. And then you're 
and then you're in it. You're There's in the no cold after that too. That was cool too. Like exactly. You get to see what happens next, right? Right. The game. Yeah. The game. I, I think the the time jumps stop at that point once you're mm-hmm. fully up to that point. Um, but you really feel for for Drake at that point because he's just like frigid cold, has no weapons on him, and is just like obviously in a, in a bad state and still has to deal with like mountains of bad guys oh yeah 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 no this was a great great opening sequence um i thought the way it shot is just like looking down a train car right like, like you have no idea it's hanging there right because exactly. he's actually seated and you're like he's seated oh, okay, he's in a seat is, belt yeah, and, this is weird yeah. and then all of a sudden it's like oh he's falling oh that seat right. fell and when like <laughs> the seat fell and he leaps up and grabs the next one barely holding on to it right and, and yeah climbing up it had all these wonderful uncharted moments of like oh here's the hand handrail you want to get to just kidding <laughs> it's gonna fall or like right. look, a rock's falling off the mountain above you and you have to dodge <laughs> it right uh, oh, it's it, it's amazingly epic like yeah. i will say it is on my list um of course it is uh right i didn't do it i didn't do research this week but like this is one when i put it on my list i'm like i am 100 sure be it's there. on every list right, right. like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it should be it should be way better than the first uncharted where you're just like on a boat shooting bad guys yeah, i love like- the first uncharted too though like, yeah that's a game but definitely this opener was just yeah. It's what people remember about this game. Exactly. You know? And and the scene that eventually leads you to this point, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, moving on to my number six, it, you said it, it's Wind Waker. Ah, um, nice. It's just, yeah, it's funny that I, this, I did not expect it to be on your list, but uh, <laughs> gosh, it was so cool. Like I've already expressed my points when you were speaking about it, but um everything we said you know this that tapestry was was yeah. a really cool initial storytelling mechanism they used yeah and it, you're like the fish out of water you're not this hero right and even when you get into that forest eventually and bad guys start coming in at first you don't even have a way to deal with them you're right. just like what am i doing like <laughs> i'm just a kid right and it makes you feel like you are just a kid and, yep. but then you get through it and it really takes you on an adventure where you become so much more than that you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's right it's great great opener great opener <laughs> the music just once again the music <laughs> music has a lot to do with games for me yeah it same, always has same. anytime i can listen to music outside of the game is just incredible for me well my number six i've mentioned it before and i think it was one of the main inspirations for this list for me at least it it's mass effect too yeah and as i stated and for those of you who don't want minor beginning spoilers of mass effect 2 those of you who may be playing the legendary edition in, in this coming week. Uh, but yeah, Mass Effect 2, you start on the Normandy and things go wrong pretty quickly and you are you are killed. You, Commander Shepard, are are killed in battle and the whole ship blows apart and, and it's, it's a disaster. Um, the game goes on from there and... It, it was just, it, it, I never had that happen to me in a game where my main character that I spent so much time creating in the first game, carrying it over into the second game, I had all of this this story built up. I had decisions made. I had certain people alive in my party that I wanted to continue being there in my party. And just to have that all flipped on its head because these circumstances were crazy, mind-blowing um, yeah. at the time. 
and something that I was not expecting. I think that was the biggest thing where you have no idea. Like, obviously, you know, you're going to be playing a, a full game as, as a, some right, character. Someone. Yeah. Um, but at that point I was like, am I getting a whole new character? Because I'm dead. It's a five minute game. Right. Congratulations. <laughs> you just bought a five minute game. <laughs> Thanks for the 60 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. No, I kind of thought that after, you know, you had mentioned it on right. a prior episode not too long ago. I kind of, I kind of <laughs> thought this might be on your list, but you sure. did make one pop in my head that I didn't think of till now that had a really good opening. And it's another game we talk about from time to time is dead space. Okay. Sure. That whole lead into the first enemy and yeah. not just that, just like how beautiful it was pulling into the, the planet, right. Or the ship right. that you would pull into. Yeah. Anyway, we won't get into that cause it's not on my list, but <laughs> yeah, no, I, this seems like a very good opener yeah. for a game. Yeah. For it's sure. fun. Yes. Yeah. Um, so my number five, Brian, is Returnal. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So this is graphically just incredible. Yeah. So it opens up against the backdrop of space. <laughs> I told you you might notice a theme here. Perfect. Right? But it is like. So does Mass Effect 2. So, yes. oh my gosh. See, look at this. This is all. You, and so did Star Fox. And so, right. I mean, this is all you need to get on this list is yep. to open up on the backdrop of space. <laughs> Um, but no, just the way they, there's an asteroid field and this, like you see, you know, half the screen is this planet, right? Like the surface of a planet, um, semicircle and this asteroid field leading into it. And, you know, it, it cuts to Celine piloting a ship and it's just so like graphically beautiful. Um, and part of it is in first person. Is that correct? Well, this like is cut like a cinematic wise. opener, okay. but, uh, but yes, part of the game is in first person. Huh. Um, Interesting. And you kind of get all these little drops of mystery in this beginning part of you getting to the planet, crashing on it, going through the planet to like find out where you are, what's going on. And eventually it leads you like, like a Dark Souls would to a boss that you're supposed to die to, right? Um. This is like minor spoilers, but it's basically teaching you the ropes, showing you there's mystery on this planet. Uh, it is so, like I said, just really, this is more the graphics and the lead into the gameplay, the way it teaches you how the game is played and kind of like builds this whole mystery revolving around the planet you're on and your, your character as well. And then eventually gives you this big boss that is actually harder than any time you fight the same type of enemy in the game. So it's definitely meant to kill you. So then, that I think that was my question is like, do you have to die? So you can or, beat this oh, wow. enemy okay. and your run would just continue going. Wow. Um, but it it's for what you have at that point, it's going to be tough to, and like having not played it prior to that, it's going to be tough to beat sure. this enemy, but you can, you can do it. Um, and then once this enemy kills you, you get the title screen, which is like <laughs> perfect timing. I think right. that was the coolest thing is like, you know, it does this whole lead in sequence where you get this chunky, like beautiful opening cinema cinematic, and then boom, you're on the world itself. And it shows you like a few things here and there to kind of build the mystery that you find, you find yourself basically dead. Right. Uh, and an audio log and you have no memory of recording it, um, which is, 
still kind of interesting because you remember your prior runs. So like, this is weird because I haven't discovered this, but I think there's something else going on here, right? Like (laughs) this was a a totally different you. Right. Anyway. um, I don't know the answers to this, but right. (laughs) But then when the title screen flashes, you know, also during the combat you get during this whole part, it's all this graphically amazing stuff, buttery, smooth gameplay, blah, blah, blah. And then the title screen comes in when you die and it's like returnal, but it's like all these different particles, like pulling into the title to form it. And it's just (laughs) really cool to see something that like, you know, I, I heard somebody who reviewed this game said, oh, you can this isn't that game that everybody's waiting for where it couldn't run on last gen systems. This game could not run on last gen system. I'm just going to go on record saying it like in some of these later levels and like with the amount of stuff happening on screen and like you never lose an ounce of frame rate or like graphical fidelity in that would not happen on a PS4. Like, sorry, you know, (laughs) um, all respect to the ps4 i love it with all my heart but right uh, yeah and I, I this was such a cool intro like gets you right off the get-go makes you want to play more i am excited yeah yeah ah definitely want to play this game it, i i love it when there are games that i have no love for no previews no nothing yeah. i just i just hear like get this game just this is incredible this really was like a week maybe two weeks prior to release when like people really started getting that preview buzz right and i was like whoa like wait a minute i thought this game would be okay it looked like just another third person shooter and then like once i started watching the previews i was like oh man like i think i'm gonna have to buy this game i couldn't be happier i did and it's like you said it's just one of those games that kind of came out of nowhere and i love it i love you you would have absolutely been playing village over this if if that preview buzz wasn't there yeah 100 percent. crazy i know (laughs) all right well my number five is super mario 64 So (laughs) this is on my list because that, that courtyard outside of Peach's castle is one of those mind blowing video game moments where you just, you, you jump around this world and learn how to play this game just from this courtyard. And, and there are plenty of like things that tell you how to do different acrobatic moves with Mario but it's just it's just a playground mm-hmm. and you know there's a bunch of trees that you can you can jump on them and you can also jump off of them and you can spin around them and you can go up to the top and if you go a little bit more then you do a handstand you can jump and you can dive mm-hmm. like all this stuff that you learn oh my health regenerates in this water and i can dive down and yeah. i can do a long jump and i can yeah just everything that you need to know about navigating this world is present there's there's a there's a cannon but you can't use it yet but you're like what is that like there's there's just enough mystery so many cool aspects of it um and yeah just learning about how the camera works and the games at this point kind of had to show you like okay lakitu is falling around behind you with the camera so that you can understand the space that we're we're presenting to you right it was and definitely just, necessary in this game. 100%, it was yeah. like, cause this, this eased people into what a 3d game was. Like if we didn't have all these grounded things to, mm-hmm. to, to kind of signpost us as to what to do, it would, it might not have worked as well, Yeah, but they, they beautifully bring you into to 
what what this game world is and and what a 3D world can be for a video game. And it's, I, I think it's just absolutely brilliant. It's a great pick. I have to say, I know the real reason you chose it, and it's for stretchy Mario face and Peach reading a letter. Those are also Mario, really cool things. <laughs> I could not be there at the castle. Right? Is it something like that? I yeah. Don't remember. So it's yeah. a voiceover. Like, that was also pretty new. Yeah, yeah. And I will say that Banjo-Kazooie is not on my list because <sighs> Super Mario 64 does a much better job yeah. of, of introducing you to the world. I remember jumping and being like, wait, I grab trees? right i don't just bounce off of it what's going on yeah like he grabs the tree oh i can climb up the tree yeah i mean you just like play around on it and and realize what you can and can't do yeah yeah it is a nice little playground to start out and right there's a triple jump yeah yeah Yeah. look how high i can jump right yeah (laughs) it's great it's great good pick i didn't even like think about this i mean i can't say i didn't think about it but sure it was never a serious consideration for my list yeah. it's important but i think I it's a very yeah. important absolutely. introduction absolutely 100 agree with you so uh my number four brian it's uncharted too all right there you go yeah very good there it is got that i can't <laughs> like un- i can't even really remember uncharted 3's intro it, oh it was you you and sully are like trying to like like pull one over on Marlo with the like suitcase and the oh, billiard yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of done. Like that it was fine. Weird. Yeah. And then you like get in a bar fight, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which was That's cool. Right. It was cool. Yeah. Cool. Two is way better. hundred percent. hundred percent. Any, anything more to add to that one? Or that's just, I mean, no, yeah, like, that's it. Know, we talked yeah. about it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well then my number four is Batman Arkham Asylum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good job, dude. So, so I don't have it on my list, but I was like, man, yeah. I would want to put this on my list. Right. <laughs> yeah. So this this intro, and and you know, a lot of it is a cutscene, mm-hmm. but it's it felt like watching the animated series just yeah. like unfold. And it's it's Batman driving at night and it's raining. You got Joker in the backseat. You're just driving to Arkham Asylum. You hear these this unbelievable voice cast mm. of characters. Yeah, for sure. Oh my god. It was gosh. the cartoon. It like, was the cartoon. Regard, you know, yeah. Like whoever decided to do that, like whoever made that happen is 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 a genius. Yeah. Because you pulled in people like me who are like, this is what Batman sounds like. Like right. I have no like he looks correct. He, he sounds correct. All the characters are there and just bringing Joker in, like everyone's around with guns and like the situation is under control. And then it obviously is not under control at a, yeah. at a certain point. Um, and again, the game teaches you very slowly and, and, and it holds your hand enough to like get into like, this is Batman combat. This you've never played this, but this is, this is the strategy that you need to employ and here's how to punch and here's how to dodge and here's how to counter all this kind of yeah. like nuance that, that really is a rhythm game at a certain point. Right. It just really brings you into that. And it's, a, it's an incredible setting. The whole cinematic though, with like the Batmobile and everything pulling up to Arkham. And then I remember there was like a part where you're kind of, it's not a cut scene anymore. Like you can move the camera when you're right. walking with the Joker and I was like, is there yes. something more I'm supposed to do here? Like it right. felt like I like there was something I should have done, you know? <laughs> but really you're just meant to experience it all. Yeah. And, and what just, an experience it was. Yeah. 
incredible. Yeah, yeah. So my number three, Brian, is uh, uh, the number three in its series. It is the Resident Evil 3 remake. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, I know, I, we just had a Resident Evil episode, but like... <laughs> It would be a shame to not include a Resident Evil game on sure. this list. They have such good intros. And if you don't have one on your list, shame on you, Brian. Yeah. Sorry. No, <laughs> hey, that's why you're the B, Ryan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, think about the original, right? We talked about it last week. Think about the remake of the original, which was like actually scary. Uh, and then think about Resident Evil 2 and the Resident Evil 2 remake. And re- the Resident Evil 3 remake, though, I just feel is so good because it starts out with Jill and you're like kind of get a little glimpse into like what her life is like post Resident Evil 1. And it's not good <laughs> um, at all. And you see that she's dealing with some sort of like trauma from those events. She has a nightmare, right? Like a waking nightmare, a living nightmare. And um, then you get like this, your phone's ringing and it's uh, gosh, what's the helicopter pilot's name? You know, we'll see Mick. <laughs> anyway, that's right. And he's like, Jill, and it's all hasty, you know, and <laughs> what? perfect. <laughs> Jill. <laughs> It's just yeah. <laughs> you got to get out of there, and you're like, "What the heck is happening?" Right? And then, what's so funny about that? <laughs> I feel like that is the 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 voice actor like saying it right now. That's what he sounded like. He's yeah, like, Jill. And that's how everyone says her name. That's how Barry says her name. Yeah, that's how Chris says. Well, her you name. were almost a Jill sandwich, <laughs> right? Good job, Barry. Let's where, split up. God, like the original two, where she's like, "Where's Barry?" <laughs> Yeah. Right, Wesker's like Chris. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> anyway, so good. So uh <laughs> dude dude's like, you know, Jill, you gotta get out of there. <laughs> Sorry. This is, I, I don't know. I think uh, it's perfect. All right. <laughs> I'll I'll, then, I'll pull uh, it together here. By, don't do the voice again, please. <laughs> All right, so by the by the wall, you're talking on the freaking phone, and boom, like Nemesis smashes through it, and it's like, oh my god, like right now I've got to run from this guy, and you have to run out into the hallway, and then he smashes into the hallway, and it's just like this chase throughout the building where right. he is coming for you, and you like time after time, you barely make it out by the skin of your teeth and well timed button presses. and eventually you make it like to the fire escape at one point down the when you're trying to like descend this your your building and you see like the chaos unfolding in the streets around you from these the zombie apocalypse right like people on fire in the street and people jumping off the fire escape on the building next to you or like it is just mayhem and chaos and you're like oh my god but you don't can't dwell on it too long because guess what nemesis is still after you buddy and it's just like event after event you finally make it down to this alleyway and uh there's (laughs) what's he missing or whatever i called him (laughs) brad vickers brad vickers Vickers. (laughs) which might as well be it was what's your name no i'm kidding brad's a pretty (laughs) cool name like if your name is brad you're cool yeah um be rad (laughs) <laughs> be rad be rad brad uh but you make it to the alleyway and he's like jill oh i'm so happy you're alive and he like kind of 
ushers you into the street and that's when you really get a picture to like what the heck is going on you kind of have to do that last of us part two echoed it like this climbing through the fence thing while zombies are going for you right. this was before last of us part two mind you yes and it all culminates with like you and brad running into a building he holds the door but like spoiler alert <laughs> gets big. he doesn't make it yeah he doesn't make it like in any of the games and it's just like this crazy fast-paced action like utter chaos it's what it would feel like like let's be honest if you are in a populated city and the yeah. zombie apocalypse breaks out like this is this is a what it would be like it right. is nuts it is nuts and um yeah, eventually it culminates and you try to meet a helicopter and you got a ram nemesis off a roof of a parking garage and like, oh, it is just so cool and so fast paced and so hectic and the direction and the segue between like gameplay and cutscenes is so perfectly timed. It grabs you, never lets up and it just goes 100 miles per hour the whole way and it's awesome. It I doesn't give you it. like a chance to breathe for right. like the first five minutes, you know, after like it starts, it doesn't give you a chance to breathe. Yeah. So good. Different from two, where it's pretty slow paced. But two was great too. Two like was remake, great, especially the remake. Like they really the whole gas station part. Yeah, and everything. That, that gas station and, yeah. wasn't part of the first yeah. game. Yeah, and that burger, man. That that was a good looking burger, juicy burger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this one, this one was just like totally butt clenching. Oh yeah, got it. I think I think well time <laughs> button presses is a new phrase yeah. that I want to employ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the skin of your teeth and well-timed button presses. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I love it. That's how I live my life with well-timed button presses. Anytime I something's fallen and I need to catch it real quick. Like, everything slows it. down and like X pops up. Well, sometimes I press triangle. Oh, well. Oh, <laughs> then it drops. That's when it hits the ground. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, I also have, well, never mind. <laughs> my number three, I should say. <laughs> oh, you do. My, uh, my number three is a, is the the fourth game. Wait, no, I don't know. It's got a four. <laughs> it is. A, it is the fourth. But not, is it? It's. I don't. There's some Vita games in there. There's right. some PSP think, games in there. Technically, the are fourth. they main titles though? Like, they, yeah, I, I mean, they're know. they're part of the story, but I think they might. be I've heard cool. this referred to as God of War four though. Right. 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 So, Me too. Yeah. So it's the fourth. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, God of War. Uh, just chopping that tree, oh. chopping that tree, Emotions. seeing your son, just it's slow. It's so slow. And yeah. it just like lets you breathe in this world. And at this point, going into God of War, you're like, you're just Kratos is just an angry guy. Like I'm supposed to be scaling a Titan at right. the beginning of this game. I'm supposed to be, yeah, pedal to the metal. Like, let's go. Right. Let's right. fight big dudes and and chop everything in half. But this just, it turns it all the way back mm -hmm. and it's just slow paced. It has the great, like, am I playing the game? Oh, I am playing. Like, let me pick up the controller and you, you, you get a very thoughtful Kratos and, and a, 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 a sad Kratos, I would say, because he's obviously like dealing with, with the death of his wife. And now he has to take care of this pretty young son and, teach him all these things that it feels like he was hoping she would teach him. And, and even up to that point, Atreus is more like his mother. And, and you, you kind of like realize going forward, like what that means and, and what, what Kratos needs to do as this game 
goes on. But I, I just love the thoughtful nature of it. And then obviously it 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 definitely jumps things up with a huge, you know, duel between you and and uh, uh another yeah <laughs> another oh, god the, am i allowed to say that yeah i think so okay Whoops. We're, we're we're pretty far removed from it <laughs> like we already went into this so many times <laughs> the unknown stranger you get right, into a correct. fight with that's right that's what i meant to say <laughs> but yeah. yeah i got it mixed up with somebody else um, yeah and then he's like oh like shoot that deer boy and it's like what the heck kind of a deer looks like that <laughs> right not in this world <laughs> exactly like glowing blue and like <laughs> whatever like okay yeah that's a deer sure yeah yeah but no it's it's beautifully shot beautifully directed um yeah. not on my list really really oh wow really. you know i was going to cover it and yeah i mean okay. you've said before this is like your favorite yeah. one of your favorites right openings right. of all time but also like i don't know i didn't f- i feel like this game if I were to count the opening as all the way up to that, through that fight with the unknown stranger, let's call him. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. I would say it'd be on my list, but like, I think that's too long to give it for an opening. See, I, I think I'm pulling in and that's why I'm more so emphasizing right. what kind of Kratos we're dealing with at right, this point. Right. And all because, I'm saying is like, for me, that part of it wouldn't make my list. Cause it, that didn't hit me till the second time I played it. Sure. Sure. And then I got like the more of the context involved and it was like, Whoa. Yeah. Kratos yeah. has been through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's a great pick. I'm not at all saying it's not a great pick, but <laughs> did you. not make my list is all. Okay. Well, that's yeah. good to know. Yeah. So my number two, Brian, you got tissues. I it's, do. It's the last of us. Oh man. It had oh, to be on here. Right. Sure. Like it's, you know, for the time, especially when it did come out, it's, it's incredible. This game is phenomenal. And the opening really, takes a turn that you don't see coming. And even if you do know it's coming, like you're not ready for it. You're never ready for it. No. Um, to It's so well acted. I mean, that's the most incredible thing too, is like, it's like when you watch a movie, when tragedy happens, like it gets you, it gets you choked up. And right. this, if you're human, this will get you choked up. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. And the whole slow burn to what is happening, right. To, be as you get that really touching moment in the beginning with the watch and everything. Yeah. And then uh, to have the wake up in the middle of the night, totally like a disoriented feeling of right. what's happening outside the TV and then the explosion. And then it you, you get to explore and, that house, yeah. like as much as you want. And you know, you're, you're just this little girl mm-hmm. and, and your world gets torn apart yeah. before you, you do right um <laughs> god that makes me sound like i don't oh. have a heart <laughs> but uh no i mean even the, like the neighbor like what the heck i know this guy right right like, the character knows him and that familiarity comes across as yeah. you're playing and, and then, oh my dad just shot someone like, like why did that happen know. yeah exactly right. and then you know obviously your uncle his brother comes in and you guys are going through town and then just you could notice that side of joel like having played through the game right you notice that side of him almost immediately because there's right. people on the side of the road and being the girls like hey we should help those people like, right and no like we can't stop for them right we got to save ourselves kind of thing and 
then yeah, there's the whole Joel, Joel is already yeah. established at that point. Right. 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 And then uh, the whole sequence through the town itself where it just slowly degrades getting worse and worse and yeah, ultimately culminating in tragedy and, and yeah, not what you'd expect from a game like this. If, no. you know, if you went in thinking it was just another zombie action game, like you're going to be surprised. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the best openings of all time for any game. Yeah. yeah. Might be on my list. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, I mean, I'm not saying it is, but like, <laughs> I know it's in your heart. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Well, my number two, would you kindly listen to oh, what I'm about to say? <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> because Bioshock, the first Bioshock is, is my number two. Oh, man. So you're just, you're on a plane. You, you don't really know what's going on. Why, why you're on a plane plane goes down and you're just, you're in the ocean and. Oh my God. I I just remember seeing, seeing these visuals and being like, this is, this is next gen, right? This is incredible. Um, Just like seeing underwater, seeing the plane, just like electrifying and, and descending into the depths rising to the surface fires all around you. And then the only thing you can do is swim to this lighthouse. Mm -hmm. And then I got some major like mist and just, just mystery vibes from, Mm -hmm. from this. Um, But just, I, every, every piece that, that was a part of this was, was incredible to me to like swim up there, to hear the dripping on the stone as you're walking up and going into this lighthouse, because that's all you can do. And then just realizing, oh, there's a whole world that I'm entering and I can only go into the bathysphere and I can only descend and my God, there's an entire city and and people yeah. are leading me through this and everyone's messed up and it just goes on and on and on. But the mystery part of this really got me um, and it's just beautifully you know, everything's just these blues and, and, you know, gold mm. is, you know, featured a lot in this, this early area because it's, it's showcasing it's Andrew Ryan yeah. and, and it's like, a, it's a Disney world, you know, yeah. just having come yeah. from there, it's like, here's this great man who set up this entire right. civilization down, down in the depths of, of the ocean. Civilization. Yeah. yeah it, like, it really yeah. had that Disney feel. And, and especially with all the tonics, like that was plastered everywhere. Like mm-hmm. augment yourself. Like, don't you want bees to come out of your hands? Like, Just like cr- yeah. crazy <laughs> stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. It was awesome. Awesome intro. Uh, didn't make my list, um, but this was, it's funny you say that. I remember at the time that beginning sequence with the water before I even headed down to rapture yeah, just with the plane crash and the water and the lighthouse. I remember thinking like, I've never seen a game that looks this good. Right. At the time, like when I, I played it when it was brand new and that was just like, wow, like amazing, beautiful, gorgeous game. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now I wonder, it's funny because I haven't played it in ages. So I wonder if I went back to it, what I would think of those graphics now. I think it still holds up pretty well, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to play it. Cause I got the collection and that, yeah, they've been, those are remastered versions mm-hmm. that you have now. Yeah, so yeah. It's, so they it's, look it's better. spruced up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. So uh, this is it. We are now going to get into our number ones and then wrap it up. 
So you ready? Do you know what my number one is? Right. I don't. Right? I bet you don't. I don't. It's Jedi Fallen Order. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like I was considering this one honestly. Dear God, yes. Like, <laughs> this is I'm the biggest Star Star Wars fan. I love Star Wars. Um, right. Maybe not the biggest, right? There are a lot of big Star Wars fans. It'd be <laughs> hard for me to say I am greater than any one of them. But I love Star Wars. I've always loved Star Wars. This game, I've said it before on the podcast, just I 100% adore. Um, and the intro was just so good. The whole yeah. dynamic of being this nobody on this planet, or so you think. And then the whole train ride sequence and yeah. watching your friend die. Right. And then you're definitely kind of like got some skills, but you come across as still very much in, you know, uninitiated uh, Jedi. You're not sure. a Jedi, right? Like sure. you're not that skilled and you're kind of awkward and you kind of don't really know what you're doing. And then at the end of this incredibly like kinetic sequence with the rain and the train and even prior to that, let's just start prior to that. The, the vistas you get of like the shipyard you're right. in instantly <laughs> give you all this history of the Star Wars universe. You're yeah. seeing all the ships you know and love from the film and cartoons and all this other media you've ever seen in this one place and then eventually like your little existence that you managed to eke out for yourself is in jeopardy and you're exposed for being what you are which is a padawan right, right. that survived order 66 um and then you're running for your life uh and now getting into this train sequence, I just thought this was inc incredible. It, it had the best parts of Uncharted in it with in just amazing, like what you want from Jedi combat, right? Right. And it's all against this backdrop of this fast moving train in the middle of like a storm. And you feel fearful as well. You know, you are outmatched. Like, you know, at the end of this, you might have to face something you're not ready to face. Sure. <laughs> and you do. And <laughs> it's instantly apparent, like you are no match for this person you're fighting. Right. And it's, you know, I, I don't want to get into spoilers, I guess is what I'm trying to avoid. And you're kind of deus ex, ex machina, right? <laughs> to safety. <laughs> um, but that whole opening planet, that whole opening scene, and just the way it's done was so cool. And like, I think having not played a really good Star Wars game in so long, right. it was so refreshing to just have it in the first 20 minutes. You're like, yep, that's it. Like, this game is going to be great. It's going to be exactly what I want. That that is that's a very important because you know we've we've had a lot of Star Wars games, but they they don't always have that magic. Mm -hmm. And this game certainly has the magic. And it has it's the apparent, music too. right? So it has the <laughs> very music. apparent from the yeah. beginning. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I just thought it was epic, so epic, and uh, yeah. yeah, definitely a gripping sequence. And it, yeah, it borrows a lot from Uncharted in the in the way that they, if anything can go wrong, it will that that right. happens over and over again and but it's it's exciting that way it uses like the traversal things that uncharted does too right like it, it takes a lot from other games right another one people use is dark souls which i think like dark souls does combat a little better than this as far as timing goes and things sure. of that nature but it, it it does take 
like what the best AAA games did last generation and put them a lot of those ideas into one game and it does them all really really well right yeah good pick and, and I, in that first sequence yeah yeah I, I you know this one was one that i thought about i haven't i don't have the love i think i need to really just like sit down and, and beat this game start to finish to, to really get into that again but i played through this entire you know i played probably like 10 hours of this game at this point yeah, yeah. so love this game good pick all right. Well, my number one, you're going to, you obviously already know what it is. Do I? Um, yeah, I think so. I don't know. I mean, it's, there's only one of us less left, right? That's right. Yeah. So like you could say it would be the last of us going right now. That's right. So, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the last of us, man, this, this sequence, it it's so gut wrenching yeah. and just out of nowhere that your your daughter is just killed and 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 it's at the point where you think like okay we're finally through it like we got through that horrendous area and we're we're on our way to to hopefully safety out of this and then just nope your your daughter is is gunned down by not even a zombie it's just like some guy who's been ordered to kill you just a scared person except yeah that's it that's as always with these stories, it's it's not always the zombies that are the scariest part. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that whole sequence was just incredible, and I, I think it it all of the weight is in the fact that you play as her, mm-hmm. um, which I, I can't remember her name right now. But you, you uh, Sarah. That sounds right. Yeah, you you play as Sarah, and God, now I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> go ahead sorry i'm pretty sure that's it yeah. um i just yeah baby girl like that's right. that's man when when he says that it's just like ah uh, you're, you're doing this to me you're, you're really doing this and and even at that point like the whole sequence plays out we get you know we get the whole newsreel like the 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 virus is mm-hmm. is you know happened um and then it's just like what is it 20 years later or something crazy yeah and then we just see this ragged old joel who's been through even more stuff mm-hmm. and it's just like has gone through life because he has to and and he's just surviving and that's it yeah it's just yeah. so yeah I, I made the mistake of playing this game when my son was around one right and it was like <laughs> oh god yeah man, it got me yeah. I, I should have warned you. I, I don't think I knew you quite around that time, but yeah, I would have, I would have definitely put a warning label on that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but great, great pick. I mean, you know, definitely it was number two for me. I can hundred percent see why it's number one. Yeah. You know, yeah. And yeah. The, the second game has a good opener too. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. it's not, you know, but this one hits way differently. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, I did consider putting the second on my list as well, but like, ultimately I tried to put, you know, one Metroid game on my list and one smash game, one resident evil, right. I wasn't going to try to double dip on any series if I didn't have to. Right. And if there was going to be a last of us game on this list, <laughs> it would have to be the first one. Right. I will say part two hits way differently after you finish the game (laughs) absolutely just yeah and that's all i'll say yeah yeah yeah. yes if you didn't make it through the game make it through that game for sure right yeah yeah well great list man uh yeah really this was a fun topic you've been killing it with these topics lately brian nice yeah i mean if you don't know brian i think came up with 
no, not water levels, but you did come up with opening sequences. Yeah. A hundred percent did. And then this, our April, our news episodes was your idea too, wasn't it? Yeah. I think those will, those will just be fun. I th- I'm, I'm excited yeah, to do those. For sure. We already started our list for uh, May actually. Right. So, yeah. There already been some good news stories. Yeah. No spoilers for that though. I did forget to mention at the top of the episode, I played a little bit of Mortal Kombat 10. Did you really? Yeah. Because okay. it's free with the PlayStation Plus collection. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, yeah, you know, why not, right? Like, I think, yeah. you know, I've been, like, itching for a fighting game lately. And uh, right. I was like, well, it's not 11, but it's free. So I'll, I'll play it for a few hours. And yeah, yeah, it was fun. It's fun, you know. Uh, I see what you mean about the control scheme and it being a little easier to grasp than, like, a Street Fighter. Oh, my God, yes. For me, it was very awkward learning the button, the commands at first. But then I'm like, okay, I think I got it now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of memorization. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Different characters play very different from each other as well, which I I like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So we do have a show for next week lined up. Do you know what it is, Brian? I do. It's a good one. It is a good one. It's going to take some work. It's going to take some work. I'm not prepared. Uh, I don't have anything started, but I have, I have ideas. I have ideas. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. And uh, it is for our listeners. It is our top 10 sound effects. Oh, we yes. will be incorporating those effects into the episode. Oh, yes, we will. Yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> looking forward to that one. Oh, I'm going to subject people to some stuff here. Oh, God. <laughs> Just nothing too, like, off-putting, right? Right? Well, we'll see. Oh, God. <laughs> be careful out there. Yeah. I, I won't I won't hurt anyone's ears, but but I, I may make them feel a bit queasy. Yeah, but we'll no, say. definitely. Well, that's part of it. So yeah. I will say it's been a long time since we've been a shill for our own episodes here, our own <laughs> show, but I'm going to go ahead and do it and say, look, tell your friends about us. If you, if you like what you hear, uh, rate us on your favorite podcast app and go ahead and give us a follow on social media. All the links are in the show notes below. If you have if you have trouble with a jumping on point for for list off, may I suggest our top ten music oh, uh, soundtrack. song yeah. soundtrack episode yeah. because that that one again it incorporates some of those songs into the list and. I think that w- that's a really good one. Yeah. I do think we need to re-record our first episode. We've talked about this off show, but yeah. I really feel bad because it's like our most downloaded episode uh. and it is also our worst when it comes to sound quality. Right. And just in general, we were we very much jumped in head first, Brian. Right. That's but right. I couldn't be happier about it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, guys, thanks for listening and we hope you have a good week. Bye. Later. 